Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. Folks, the left has figured out that the war on the banking and financial uh, arteries and veins of the country is the next step. Their boycott campaigns. Let me just give you a little history here about what's going on. The left's boycott campaigns against conservative media have failed. I just, I mean, they, they totally and completely face planted. They've tried Breitbart. They've tried taking Fox off the air. They've tried taking me off the air. They've tried taking every, I mean, it goes back to the, the Alex Jones boycotts. Okay. They have tried endlessly to boycott and their successful examples, ladies and gentlemen, are just zero. Nobody's gone. Everybody's there. I bring up all these names to show you where it starts and how you get this dangerous, oh, you know, don't worry, it's just this guy. Just, and then it goes to everyone. They have failed. They failed. We're not going anywhere. We have never been, had more interest or had a more profitable enterprise than we do now. And a lot of the people I talk to have the exact same feeling. They've failed. So the left understanding that their boycotts are hilarious failures and that they've completely blown it has now figured out that if we can't pull them down and the boycotts are an embarrassing mess, then maybe we can cut them off from the financial bloodlines. And if we can take them out of the digital economy and get them debanked and get banks to kick you out, then they're going to be in real trouble. If they can't spend money, they can't exist. You have to understand we are dealing with tyrants. Don't ever forget my golden rule. The left does not care about your ideas. They don't think you're people with bad ideas. They think you're bad people with ideas. These people are tyrants, and the country now, Canada's leadership, has now gone full fascist, and they're not hiding it. But as Mike Cernovich pointed out in his social media account, he made a great point. The problem with Canada and Trudeau going full fascist is they acted too soon. They don't have full control of the technology to isolate you from the financial system and the financial bloodlines of the new globe yet. And they acted too soon. If they just could have waited a few years before they did what Trudeau did, they probably would have been more successful at making us all starve to death, which is what they want. But they acted too soon. The parallel economy is already flourishing. It was a great point by Cernovich. He said the fascists showed their faces too soon. They do not have full technological control yet, and they could not help themselves. Here's what I mean. Canada declared war on its citizens. Here is Justin Trudeau declaring phantom emergency powers. Now, there's an emergency power thing. It has nothing to do with what's going on with the trucker coming. He had no reason to do this at all. Check this out. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. So he declared the emergency powers. There's some kind of existential threat to Canada. Is there some kind of nuclear war we missed? Is there a level four pandemic with a 90% fatality rate killing off 50 to 60% of Canadians? Did we miss something? Is there an invasion? Has the United States invaded Canada on their northern border? Did I miss something? Is there an invasion from Alaska? Angry Alaskans like, hey, let's invade Canada, board in a weekend. What happened? What happened in Canada? Was there an EMP attack? Um, what happened in Canada is you had a bunch of freedom-concerned truckers who engaged in a peaceful protest, which we thought was a God-given right, even in Canada, where the fascists are in charge right now. We thought that. But no, you thought wrong. 
Here's the deputy prime minister of Canada. Notice what she starts talking about and pay very close attention to she to, to her talking about what exactly they're going to do. I told you the left is moving on from boycotts. They're moving on now to cutting you off, surgically detaching you from the financial bloodlines of the civilized world to make sure that you are starved out here. Listen to her. Just tell you right here. We are announcing the following immediate actions. First, we are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies. Do you hear it? Folks, you know, you're not wasting your time here. I promise I will never waste your time. You matter to me more than anything. You're the most loyal audience in this business. I can prove it. You're the numbers. You've made everything we do a success because of you. I'm not wasting your time. I've been warning you now for seven years since the show started. That the, go back and listen to my original shows on SoundCloud. Joe and I, episode like one to 100. We were warning about the financial bloodlines back then. That if you don't have access to banking, this is not the agricultural cash-based barter economy of 150 years ago in the United States. It's not. It is a digital economy that requires phones, credit cards, and digital transactions. If they cut you off from that, they can starve you to death. And I mean that figuratively and literally. They can starve you of your ability to support politicians. They can starve you the ability to donate to causes. They can starve you with the ability to even get paid. Where are you going to get paid in cash? They can starve you out. Do you understand the danger of what's happening right now? And they know this. The first thing she talks about, the deputy prime minister and her communist boss, Trudeau, we're going to cut you off from crowdsourcing, cryptocurrency, any way to access the digital economy. But don't worry. Their minister of justice, Joe, no worries here. The minister of justice says, these are just temporary measures. It's kind of like, 15 days to slow the peaceful protests. Here, check this out. I want to emphasize one point clearly. These measures are temporary. We intend to impose them for only as long as needed to restore order across the country. Thank you. Merci. Don't worry, folks. It's just 15 days to destroy your civil liberties. It's just like 15 days to slow the spread. 15 days to slow liberty and freedom. No worries, Joe. It's only a temporary measure. So as long as they they steal your money, confiscate your assets, and shut you off for just temporarily, when they take all your money, then they'll say, oh, you can have your bank back. Yeah, but you took my money. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Bank's all yours now. Freedom. Freedom, baby. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle.
The solution to this, ladies and gentlemen, well, I shouldn't say that, not the solution. There's no solutions to problems. There's only fighting on the margin. Because sometimes I'll get emails, Dan, that's only going to work, and then they're going to do this, and I know they're going to do that, and then we'll find another response. I get it. The solution to this war on the financial system in Canada, which has just declared war on freedom in its own citizens, which claims it's going to take your crypto and anything you sent to give, send, go, whatever it may be, Folks, you have to get into the parallel economy and get away now. Step one, if your bank, if you're not absolutely convinced that your bank believes in civil liberties and the freedom to to bank free of political discrimination, get your money out immediately. My suggestion to you, if you're in Canada, is get your money out of the Canadian banks and start to distribute the money in smaller amounts amongst multiple banks. I would not keep my money in any one spot. Second. Get out of the traditional uh, censorship-based economy. Go to Parallel. If you are processing your credit cards on your website, we have a site, ParallelEconomy.com. I get it, folks. It's my, I, I, I can't. I, I, I put my money where my mouth is. It's hard for me to you know, say, hey, do this without offering you an alternative. If you're processing using Stripe or anything else on your website, come to us, ParallelEconomy.com. We actually deal with banks that don't politically discriminate. ParallelEconomy.com. You can go there right now. Stop using Stripe and these other companies. They're coming for you next. And also, if you're putting together an event using Eventbrite or you're using a charity site like Give, Send, Go or elsewhere, the new thing is going to be hacking. They have hacked Give, they, they tried to have what hacking, they, they dox Give, Send, Go. Um, Eventbrite, Eventbrite, there was this, there's a story this weekend about how liberals now, if you're organizing a conservative event, you spam the event requests for tickets. You got to stay on top of that from the start. We got to think of new ways to do it. I'm also working on some alternatives there as well to give you some security. It's not easy, but we're doing it. I'm committed to this. It's, uh, you know, I don't know how long I got left on this rock we call planet Earth, but I'm not going to go away without giving you alternatives. But I would make sure my money was in a bank that respected free speech. And if it isn't, I'd make sure I disperse it amongst multiple accounts in different banks. I'm dead serious. You don't want to find yourself without a bank. Check us out. We'll give you a hand there. Actually deal with banks that don't politically discriminate. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.